Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Sean, Connor, Brian. I like the way that sounds. That's why I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, that's how it's been listed lately. Sean, Connor, and Ryan. It just sounds better than Sean, Ryan, and Connor. I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. At least I'm not last. All yeah. the, the details. No, but, I, did, uh, I, did, I did not know that. Did not know that. Uh, um, welcome to Freedom Wire. Today we're going to be talking to you about... Uh, the caucus catastrophe that's happening in Iowa, and that's what we'll call this, the caucus catastrophe. Um, so are Dems really that inept that they can't just pick a winner? Yes. Please. The answer is yes. Podcast over. Thanks See for stopping by, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell us what you think about the whole process below. Do you think it's even needed anymore? Um, you tell us. Let us know. Also, <clears throat> if you haven't already... Like the video, share it when you're done watching it. That way your friends could all see it. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notifications bell every time a new episode comes up. Also, if you'd like any of the swag minus Ryan's shirt because he's not a team player. Not a team player. Um, I don't please like, go to freedomwire.com. Like I don't like you guys. Obviously. Um, that, like you know how I know that because I never get invited to anything. Um, go to freedomwire.com. Go to the store tab at the top of the page. And while you're there... Before, either before or after you buy some Freedom Wire swag, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the newsletter. You get two mailings a day of the stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and uh, you're probably not going to see them anywhere else. Or you might. I don't know. Who, who, who am I? You won't find I don't know where you guys go on your internet. You want to find anywhere that does it better. Yes, I agree. That's 100% concur. All right. So it's 3.30 on a Tuesday when we're filming this, and we still don't know who won the Iowa caucus. Matter of fact, not only do we not know who won, we don't know any results. Zero percent of the precincts so, are still so, voting. So how about this? Let's explain what a caucus is. Because you'd be surprised how many people don't realize what a caucus is. In, in people's defense, last time, the, this is the first time I remember them actually going, the reporters going into the caucuses. Yeah, they themselves. normally don't. It's normally, yeah. it's normally yeah. the... Yeah. the the uh, the primaries, right. but they normally don't go into the caucus. So this was really actually. So I texted you guys last night. I'm like something to the effect of this is really fa interesting and fascinating, pointless but interesting. It's like because so what what happens is so say we over here we got Team Biden, we got Team Warren, we got Buttigieg, we got uh, Bernie Sanders, and so they all start with their supporters. So they all take their votes or whatever, and somebody counts them and they put it up on a board, and then whoever doesn't reach the 15 percent threshold. They lose, they're out. So they have, those people have to go to another candidate, and those candidate supporters will come and try to convince them to come to them side, their side until they finally do a last uh, last count, and then, then they figure out the, how the delegates are split out after that. So it's actually kind of interesting. It seems kind of antiquated and, and kind of silly, but at the same time, it's kind it's of cool. It seems kind of fair, though. Yeah, I mean... It, I mean, like, yeah. it, it does seem like as far as, like, well... Your guy's out. Got to find a new one. Right. Yeah, it just seems more like the format you'd use to pick, like, your high school class president. Yeah. Like, like who you want to be running for president of the United States, but whatever. I mean, I guess yeah. that's how they do it in Iowa. But it was so. kind of cool. You They would overhear, you'd hear somebody, one of the, I think it was like a Warren supporter last night talking to uh, one of the other candidates who came from, 
somewhere one of the other camps and trying to convince them why they should vote for you know for Warren and stuff. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I well, like, yeah, I like it's, active it's, participation. Well, that's what it does. Is it is yeah. it really what I what I do like about it is it really forces you to learn the issues and learn where the candidates stand on the issues. Right. So you can defend the candidate and try to persuade. Or persuade right. is probably a better word. But yeah. So that's how the caucus. Wait, wait, wait. Work. You say you say there isn't. There isn't any news, but there is because Trump's caucus. Oh yeah, is in that information is in. That I I that I do stand corrected. Donald, we can now project. Freedom Warrior can now project that Donald J. Trump has won the Iowa caucus caucuses. He he will likely be the Republican nominee. He, he has a good shot. What did he win? Ninety seven point five. Yeah, good job, Which, Joe Walsh and Bill Walsh. Setting. Yeah, these yeah. were like one percent. Uh, unfortunately, Joe Walsh will not be. And I liked him in the Eagles. He was yeah. he was damn good in the Eagles. Great um, guitar player. Different guy. Oh, different guy. Oh. Yeah. This one. Some more irrelevant. Okay. Yes. Oh wow! You just called Joe Walsh irrelevant. Not, he I, changed I, music forever. <laughs> I don't know. Life's been good to him so far. Yeah, uh, that's what you did there. Anyway, so now that we can move on so back you did, to the Democrat side, answer what a caucus was. I just explained what a caucus no, is. No, you didn't. You explained the process. You didn't explain what a caucus actually is. It's an actual, just an agreement on who. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fine. But, you know, brevity is never my thing. No, <laughs> I got to tell you everything about it. I, I think I've seen somebody had Dunkin' Donuts, like, there last night. It was, I mean, some guys had, like, John Deere hats. It was amazing. You want me, any more details you want to know about it? Yeah, and, and this is why is this important? Because if you remember, if you guys watched or went to the internet last week, you might have saw the video of Biden just laying into uh, I a, yeah. a, 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 a voter, a Democrat voter in Iowa. Not the best politics, and just the telling him voters. to find. You know, he goes, "He goes, I'll vote for you in the primary, but I just can't vote for you now." Because I'm voting for, well, I think it was, was it Yang he was backing? The Yang gang? Or was it Warren? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember that. But I don't remember but who I know it was. It was one of the other ones. It, it was, was just really funny, Biden. his reaction. It was like yeah, it wasn't Biden. Also, we know, and, and Biden was angry. So now, no matter what, say this guy's 15% or gets kicked out, you know, like, like his, his guy doesn't hit that 15%. You know he's not going to vote for Biden now. Yeah. He's a prick. Yeah. So the thing, yeah, it was really interesting. So going into the night, it looked like it was a two-man race between Bernie and and Biden. But, again, we can only speculate, but based on the entry poll data, and they've compiled some different data or whatever, it's looking like Biden, by by the time we get the results, it might have finished fourth. Really? That's what they're looking like. Yeah. Again, that could change, you know, but like, it, but it's kind of interesting, even though it was a small sampling watching the coverage last night, it, like a lot of the caucuses they went to, Biden had very small support. And Bernie that, was projected to be pretty far ahead. And actually, Buttigieg was doing really well from what I could see. And what is, how much of an Im- impact do you think that Iowa huge, video huge. had? Huge. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. I was going, because in a, in a tight race like that, and matter of fact, you know, people in the Midwest are pretty friendly people. They're very personable. And if they see somebody being a bully to somebody, they're not going to like that. And, and, and what's funny is, it's like the whole video is like perfect because right behind the guy it says Iowa. Like, it was huge, big green letters, Iowa. This guy with a friendly face is trying to talk to somebody who might be the president of the United States, somebody who should be trying to get somebody's vote. And it's like, it, was, uh, it wasn't it was just, like, symbolic of Biden's feelings towards this man. It was symbolic of his feelings towards all of Iowa. 
Do you know what I'm saying? It was like, if he would do this to this one man, what would he do to everybody in Iowa? Because think about it. This is The Dems famously do not care about the flyover states. Mm -hmm. And Iowa is a flyover state. Iowa, Nebraska, uh, Kansas, Wyoming, Colorado, Dakotas, all those places are flyovers. The... um, I've, I've been in, in uh, arguments with liberals on on Twitter saying that these people shouldn't even live there. They should go move somewhere more. I was like, are you serious? What the hell? Yeah, and, and it really is. It's, it's kind of weird how these people think. Yeah. So and these they're still, you know, educated American people. They're not some, you know, the backwater rubes that they would try to convince you that they are. That Don Lemon and his is cackling hyena buddies would try to convince you. They are. These are all. Oh, by the way, all just normal, smart people. Side note: Go to Freedom Wire today. I wrote an article that proves that uh, Trump voters are more educated and smarter than um, mm-hmm. than the Democrats. You know so, what? yeah, those guys, Don Lemon and his cackling crew. You should go read that article. You'll learn a thing or two about a thing or two. Well, think of who all in the nonfiction books who always are the top selling books are conservative authors. You ever notice that? Like Mark Levin, every time he comes out with a book, of course he talks about it all the time in the show. You know, like these guys like Glenn no, Beck, We actually scored higher in, on, on standardized, yeah. not no, even but standardized tests. We, we, we read books. I know it's surprising. We read many leather brown books. <laughs> um, so, so we have, so let's get back to the caucus. Sorry about the side note. Um, no, it was a good one. It was a good. It was a. It was a burn. It was a good. It's a yeah. deep burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, burn. Let's see what. I, so so I I told you guys about this, uh, and I'll tell the people. There was a video of uh, what what would the, what would you call them a cock uh, somebody in uh, a caucuser a, a caucuser we'll just call them Caucasians yes Caucasians careful <laughs> well it is Iowa it is, well and ninety percent white that's statistics people. Yeah. People were trying to say that it's racist to have Iowa and New Hampshire go first because they're so predominantly white. Like, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to us either, but... Iowa is very white. Only 4%. That brings me to the point that I was telling you guys earlier. For those that don't know, Iowa's got a state law that they will always be the first caucus. Always. So if somebody tries to move their caucus ahead of Iowa's... Iowa has to move theirs before that. So they'll keep moving it, yeah. So they'll keep moving it. Well, so here, here's something interesting. I picked up, uh, pulled up a 538. They do some interesting, they really get into the data of the election. But yeah, wait, before we go, let me tell you about that other video. Okay. Um, so this woman, uh, she turned her caucus card in, uh, and it had Pete uh, Buttigieg. And then afterwards, she go, she they they were telling her, the, the, the per- person collecting the cards told her that he's married to a man and she's like well, we don't want somebody like that in the white house but i thought but she's not a republican what i thought only conservatives thought, were the yeah. ones who were hostile to yeah. gay people. she asked she goes can i have my card back and the, and the lady was like i don't know i've never nobody's ever asked me that before so i don't know if i can give you your card back but she she checked off Buttigieg and she started spouting on the bible which I hate because the Bible doesn't say anything about that. It's not my, we're not getting into a religious, you know, uh, beef here. But the fact that this lady who's supposed to be, supposedly a Democrat, supposedly, you know, of the tolerant left is intolerant of a gay man running for president. Mm-hmm. So, back, now I got to nerd out a little bit. Okay, a little bit. Just 
Bear with can me. Can we just check out? Can, I, can you guys I, check out. So I get on my you guys phone? are going to get used to this. This is election cycle. I like getting into the numbers, whatever. But so I was, I was thinking to myself last night, which is always scary. Anytime I'm thinking, was that why? So Iowa only has 41 delegates total out of like 3,900 something total delegates for the whole nomination process. I'm like, why do they care so much about Iowa? The reason I say that is because you talked about how they always got to be first or whatever. So I'm like, why do people care? Well, it, it actually does matter. They get a boost, and Nate Silver at 538, they, they had 23 point boost. Based on how the candidate that wins Iowa does in like in the polls, he well, I mean not just like percentage points, but like however they they study it. The only the only other race, the only other p- primaries or caucuses that have this equi- uh, a little bit more than that is Super Tuesday when they have all the states, you know, so many of the tons of states do it. So Iowa and actually New Hampshire is right up there too. The next week, so the, really the first two are Iowa and New Hampshire are really important. They're worth more than even the delegates are, you know, on paper. So, like, the Iowa does matter. So, a lot of these people are going to lose, like, so say Buttigieg did really well. Like, somebody like him that needs a spike. Like, he, he, he by the time they get the results, the numbers are like, I'm going to stay the unions tonight, you know. Tomorrow's been, you know, like, they're just not going to really, is he wouldn't have that national audience, like, where you can be like, hey, I did really well. So, like, that that boost is gone. So, basically, Iowa's not even going to matter at all at this point because they couldn't get the results in. It's, it's kind of like, and except for Biden, though, I think Biden, if he, I mean, he, there's no way he beats that press if he finishes like fourth. So, yeah, no, no, he'll, he'll be. Yeah, he'll be running yeah, from. He'll, he'll be done. Um, but speaking of those results, let's get into why we don't know the results yet. Well, it's do you, not do that you, they just haven't released yeah. them. It's nobody knows. No, well, and and then let's talk about some theories as to why we don't oh, know. There's because that's all. Theory. That's all it really is is theories as to why we don't know. But here, here's what we do know at this point. They they tried to use an app. To uh, you know, collect the the votes and the information, send it all through. For some reason, most likely due to the number of people using the app at once, it didn't report all the information. So there's big chunks of data that are just missing that nobody can get a hold of right now. Uh, it, allegedly, it wasn't hacked or you know, and anybody interfered with it. Just at face value, it looks like you know the app couldn't sustain it. Which is kind of stupid, considering that they've been bragging about had they been planning for this <laughs> Iowa caucus for three years, because it's so important that they defeat Trump, and then you know they would accuse conservatives of being idiots, but they're the ones who can't figure out it how to re- use a smartphone. It reminds me the Obamacare website. It really is exactly what they really are taking a book out of Hitler's play playbook or page a page out of Hitler's playbook. Accuse the other side of what you yourself are guilty of. They're guilty of being bumbling idiots. They're guilty of colluding with Russia, i.e. the Steele dossier, Hillary, and uh, all that stuff going over to Russia trying to dig up dirt. They're guilty of of um, uh, bribing Ch- uh, Ukraine. They're, they're guilty of all of these things, and it's out there and for everybody to see. And then they accuse the conservatives and the Republicans of exactly what they're doing. I think that was Goebbels, but I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, well, same, same. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm not no, saying Hitler. No, no, I'm just, when I say I'm, Hitler, I'm, Hitler. No, I'm just being the people in the comment section. Like, that's not Hitler. It's not like Goebbels put out a bunch of solo comments. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. So I have talked to, I have had a little bit of interaction on Twitter. And if you guys are looking for me on Twitter, look for Big Bearded Patriot. On Twitter, and uh, if you see me fighting with liberals, feel free to jump in. 
Um, because it's so fun. I, I I really do get such a blast out of it. I, I'm it's I'm too s- much fun for one person. You yeah, I, I, I am involved. giddy. Like I really am. It's like it's like I, want, it, <laughs> I am giddy like a little schoolgirl. I'm like, <laughs> um. Anyways, so I've heard I've gotten. Oh, it was Russia already. Or the other one that I got was it was Donald Trump interfering, trying to make, trying to, uh, trying to like confuse everybody. Well, what would make sense to me is if, if there was any conspiracy behind it, it would be the Hillary, Hillary Clinton because we know that the the app was created in part by somebody who worked for her campaign in 2016, and obviously she's not a big fan of uh, the Bernster. After what happened, and that was a that was a pretty nasty. Or Tulsi. The, the the most prevalent <laughs> yeah. theory I've seen so far, not specifically Hillary, but just the DNC as a whole, shut down their own thing because they saw Bernie shot way up to the front, and they decided they needed to undercut him for the second election in a row. So that seems like the most likely if there was foul play here. Mm-hmm. But every single candidate, for the most part, has you know trotted out their thing of oh I won. But that they're, was funny. They're, they're trying to shut it down so that nobody finds out about it. So they're all kind of walking away pretending like they won this thing. Even those where we're like, okay, yeah, we're pretty sure you wouldn't have won anyway. I, so we're, we're all a little bit confused, but they all seem to be acting as though this was a victory for them. I just wanted to say something to the DNC, and this is going to cut across what people are saying. Like, If they are trying to rig it against Bernie, thank you. He's the most dangerous candidate yeah, out there. And I'm not sorry. Dangerous against Trump, like for our country. But dangerous for our country because if it, for it, a miracle he was elected. But you don't want to take that chance. You don't you want. Don't to, want you to know. take that chance. A lot of things could happen. The economy could go. You don't know. And if he was to win, he is a communist. But let me let me ask. Let me let me play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we know that we know that he's dangerous. But they said the same. The the, the left said the same thing about Trump in he, 2016. Okay, but here's the here's the difference. We 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 know that Bernie's a lifetime. That's the one thing. What do you hear about Bernie that people like? Well, he's consistent. He is consistent. You're right. He's consistently that, a communist. He's, if going back to the seventies and eighties, he was openly campaigning for communist. So unlike Trump, there's a record of of his craziness, Bernie. You know what I mean? Like outright Marxist. In this, in Moscow, with his shirt off, drunkenly singing with with communists, it's no joke. You can go find this online. This is not just me making this up. So that's why, if they, I always like, I was like this weird thing in the press. They're almost like some conservatives. Not that they would vote for him, but they're like kind of almost defending him because he's like, oh, he's getting treated badly. Hey, oh, good. Who cares? Let let him get treated badly well, we're, because we're content, he is the worst. If you put a gun, let him eat each other. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you put a gun to my head, maybe like. There's only going to be a Democratic president, you know, Trump can't, whatever. Just it's a complete hypothetical. I would, like, he'd be the last one I would pick. I would pick any of the other ones. Tulsi first. I, well, obviously, but I'm just like, that is, <laughs> that is how, da- how bad for our country Bernie Sanders would be. And like, and again, he might not, we might, he might not even like be able to get his legislation through. But even if he's not able to, as when he's president, that changes the, the debate in the country. It all of a sudden Could moves you, a lot of it to the left. Let me just it say this. It means mainstream. Let me just say this. Could you see a president, Bernie Sanders, like, could you see him with his unkempt hair and his, his, like, his hunched shoulders? And, like, can you see him as a strong president of the United States? America. No, he hates this country. He'd be the president of a country he hates. But Bernie Sanders has the aesthetic of... 
the guy in every disaster movie ever who's trying to warn everyone about the coming apocalypse, but no one takes him seriously because he keeps dropping his papers everywhere. Yeah, but his he's also... all messy, his clothes are disheveled. And, and he's also the guy that's really behind it. Yeah. That's, that's the difference he, with Bernie he's, Sanders. He's not a strong leader. He will be there to give people things for free, undercut us on an international scale, and then when eventually he... Kicks lead, the bucket. Kicks the bucket, we're kind of up a creek. But, but, because then a real communist who's in their... 30s or 40s comes along and replaces him. All this man has done for his entire public career is complain about how terrible this country is, how it needs to be, this revolution needs to happen. So, And then last night he had the audacity to throw out the, I was watching a little bit of his speech last night, he, was, he threw out the Constitution. I'm like, really, dude? Really? How about this? Really, how, Bernie? You mean, you mean the Soviet Union Constitution? Because that's what you would like the best. If, if you guys can take anything away if the, as far as our, our viewers and listeners, if there's anything that you guys could take away from this podcast right here is that Bernie Sanders is the most dangerous thing for America. He's not the most dangerous man. He's the most he's the most dangerous thing. He, and, he's and, the figurehead of the most dangerous idea. Yes. You're talking about ideology. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so right. so if there's anything you take away from that, know that. And anytime you can do what you can to combat that kind of ideology. Don't talk about them because it puts the guy's name in people's heads, but just downplay so, uh, socialism and communism and explain the evils of how it's killed millions, hundreds of, a hundred million, million people in the, century, yeah. in the 20th century dead because of communism. Venezuela in ruins because of socialism. Uh, 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 what's the other country that's in, in ruins right now because of socialism? Venezuela. Uh, I just said Venezuela. Uh, the other one. Uh, North Korea. No, no, no. It's, it's South America. Uh, Cuba. No, no, no. Well, Cuba is too, but there's Bolivia. another one. Bolivia. Bolivia. Yeah. Bolivia is, is in ruins. Everywhere this, this has been tried, it has failed. Failed abjectly. Trump said it very well in a speech a while back. It's not good ideology executed poorly. It's bad ideology executed faithfully. It's one of the most accurate things he said. Yeah. This is very true. It's not, you know, something good that, well, we just keep doing wrong. But if it's ever done correctly, here, here, this is the time we'll do it right. No. no. It, they will, it will go exactly the same way here as it has gone everywhere else. And there, there, there are aspects that we can take from it, and, and, and which we have and built into the American machine. Uh, Social Security, uh, think about how many, how many people depend on that. Uh, the public school system. Um, Those are socialist programs, but right. socialist programs. Hey, hey. We can take socialist programs and put it, work it into a capitalist republic. Uh, but we cannot take a republic or or capitalism yeah. and put it into a socialist. Well, that's where system. everyone tries to you oh, know, bring up the Scandinavian countries. Yeah, but uh, they're not. Socialist. But they're, they're not socialist. They're, they're not. capitalist with a lot of social programs. That's why people pay. A, Right. So since we were pitching our articles, if you have to go back in the archives of Freedom Wire back to October, I wrote a 10-part series on this, on the history of socialism. Please share it with your Bernie supporters. Anyway, it, it outlines the entire history of socialism, or not the entire history, but it outlines what it is. And it, people on the right and left, are make, they still don't, and this is a critique of my friends on the right too, just because you don't agree with the policy doesn't make it socialist. Like, Bernie, like Joe Biden's not a socialist. 
No. Like, Bernie Sanders is a socialist. Yes. Just be, I mean, we might, di- I, I would disagree with many liberals on almost every, you know, policy or whatever, and we could talk about that. But as long as we get it back into differences over the size of government and not like outright that socialism where they, they run everything. So I think that's, a, that's an important distinction to make. And that's why Bernie and to a lesser extent Warren are dangerous in a way that a lot of the other Democrats aren't. Because, yeah, sure, they're on the left, but it's a different track of the left than what the mainstream is. I don't even put Warren at number two as the most dangerous Dem. To me, the most dangerous Dem at number two is Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah. Stop calling Michael Bloomberg a moderate. No. Stop it. The media keeps doing that. He is not. They're like, well, if Biden slips, he'll get Bloomberg. I mean, he'll, he makes like Joe Biden look like Ronald Reagan. It's like it, policy wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like Bloomberg is Mr. Gun Control himself. He, he like, well, go into You're going to. You want to see the, yeah. the or them freak out about, you know, Trump with big money getting put into the White House. Yeah, no. Why is that not a problem with Bloomberg who has more money? And wants to take more of your freedoms away. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I would go Bernie, Bloomberg, Warren as the most dangerous three up there. Um, Yang is probably the least dangerous because he does seem to have, minus the whole universal basic, universal income. basic income, which yeah. is ridiculous. He's got the down-to-earth mentality that a lot of other people seem to be missing. I got, I got a better idea, Andy. Why not just let me keep the money that I'm paying? Keep, let me keep... Let me keep the money that I'm paying you in taxes, and we'll put it. We'll, we'll put taxes on something else. How about that? How about you don't take it out of the paycheck that I earn, and you can put it on something that I buy? So, How about that? So back to the caucus. Regardless of well, that was part of the caucus. Or, yeah, they're like, on the caucus. Yeah, it's, it's all on the caucus. But what I'm saying, we're to loop it back to that. Regardless of you know what the result comes out being, it's probably not going to be the, you know the best option for us to go with. Well, I kind of want to turn... So this is just how I've been thinking a little bit. Like, when I started seeing Bernie rise in the polls, as he has been, again, we don't know how it's going to end up, but ju- just take it for granted. Like, I'm starting to get a little concerned because, like, it almost makes me frustrated because I'm looking long-term for the country. Well, what's even scarier is he's been kind of off radar due to the... The impeachment. The yeah, impeachment. the trial. But, like, what... I don't... I don't take Lee and Biden's falling apart. I think people... I, because if he was to be the nominee and become president, he's the least. He's one of the least dangerous candidates that's running. You, I hope people see what I'm saying here. Because if somehow Bernie and I don't think he'd lose, I don't think Trump would lose to him. But you don't want to take that chance. And if Bernie becomes an nominee, and this is that fundamentally changes their country. So this is the way I look at. it. That's how I've been thinking about it. You know, I, it's fun to make fun of Biden because he's making so many stupid things. You know, errors and can't remember. But it's you got to remember. Like, and again, he's no, Wait, he's still a lot on the left. Again, I'm not saying. Is this is this yeah. the caucus where his his uh, um, campaign manager? Said that if he doesn't win, cities are going to burn, or is that the primary? I think that, that was the primary. Primary, okay. Oh, no, but the field the field director was in Iowa. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. but it, was yeah. it the was it the caucus he was talking about, or was he talking about of, the Democratic convention? I think if he didn't get the nomination, okay. Then so, miss, so we got six, there, there were two yeah. different guys. We got six months until the cities burn if Bernie doesn't. Well, win. Milwaukee, look out. There was that's where the convention. One, was. There was the one guy who was saying that you know uh, when Bernie wins, we're going to need to put Republicans and concentration slash re-education camps. And then the other guy who said if Bernie doesn't win the DNC nomination, cities are going to burn. Yeah. So, see, and you guys what, wonder why the Second Amendment is so important? Not 
That's why it's important right there. And that's also why Bernie's dangerous, not because of what he himself does, but the people he empowers bringing along behind him. Like those guys on his campaign team. Yeah, they're, they're they traveling would, in his wake. They're, they're young, they're moving along in the wake of Bernie. He would be the you know, the old guy who comes and gets things rolling and then... Right, and when he when he right kicks the, the bucket, then they he move they take over. You know, they mm-hmm. they move in and fill that vacuum. Yep, and right. they're going to be here a while. So again, we got people got to start paying attention to this stuff. I mean, it just really it really is important that he doesn't get the nomination. Yeah, I think I think we can sign off with some sign off from here with with a little bit of relief in the fact that they're so inept. They can't even get it right right now. So that is a good sign coming into 2020 that these people are so um, inept, I guess. What else can you say? Yeah, and they want to run our health care. They can yeah. run their own and it's, it's a nice little <laughs> heartwarming statistic that as of right now, there are papers out there that acknowledge that, yes, all the current Democratic candidates are losers. <laughs> and that will, you know, warm our hearts this but, evening. But congratulations. Sorry. Congratulations to Donald Trump on your caucus victory last night. Yes. We we're glad we could break that news here at Freedom Wire. So. Good, <laughs> good job, Trump. Hopefully you guys agree with us. Um, if so, please comment below. Maybe maybe there's another reason why they're, they're, uh, they're not getting the, uh, the answers yet. If you think you know, comment below. Also, like the video, share it, subscribe to the channel, hit the notifications bell. And after you're done doing all that, please go to freedomwire.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and buy some swag. Um, other than that, do either of you have anything you would like to add? That about does it for me. Okay, fine. Einstein didn't kill himself. No, he did not. No, he did not. Neither did Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> this is what happens when you stay up till midnight waiting for results to come in the Iowa caucus and they don't come in. Well, Ep- yes. Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein didn't kill himself. And as always... Stay free, America.